0: Welcome to the Well Read Podcast. My name is Sarah Ray, author and self-proclaimed serial reader, and I am here to enable your reading addiction. For the love of books, use the links in the show notes to find this episode's featured book at your preferred retailer. Thanks for listening. So how on earth does anyone ever decide which book to read next? If you're anything like me, your to-be-read list is never-ending and constantly being added to, and you like it that way. (laughs) I use Goodreads to keep track of books I might potentially want to read in the future, even though I don't necessarily keep up with it, like the ratings and all that stuff. Um, But there are multiple hundreds listed as want-to-read on my profile. And I genuinely do like it that way. (laughs) I also go save crazy on Scribd all the time. I save books to my library whenever it seems even just remotely interesting or if it's something I know I'll definitely be reading at some point in the future. I would say I have a really high tolerance for digital clutter. (laughs) And then I wander around the library and see titles that are on my to be read list. And I immediately think, oh, yeah, I really wanted to read that one. But when it actually gets picked up is kind of a mystery. Um, sometimes it gets picked up right then and there. <laughs> and occasionally I'll go to my Goodreads profile and I'll scroll through like the multiple hundreds of books and I'm like, yeah, yes, I want to read all of these and I will. <laughs> kind of like how I mentioned in my trailer episode about how I I just love that feeling of knowing that there's just so many different books out there to read. It really, truly does inspire me. And I'm also not afraid to put books on hold like a crazy person at the library, especially if there is a super long wait for it. Then it's like a special gift when it finally becomes available. It's just, it's fun. It's like Christmas. <laughs> so when it's time to start a new book or a new series, the decision is almost paralyzing. How to decide what to read next? I'm asking myself this question multiple times a week, and it's always Quite hard to decide. So, in this episode, I thought it would be fun to talk about intuitive reading, to be read lists that are ever growing, and how to actually make a dent in it. So, first off, format does matter. The key to reading more books is picking the format that you like to read best. I recently did another podcast episode about the three formats of books um, audio, digital, and print, and how I decide which format to read, kind of like my format hierarchy. And the main reason I always almost always opt for audiobooks whenever i can is because that they are the fastest way to consume books for me they're like super long podcast episodes or ted talks <laughs> or audio movies that i can listen to while doing other things that otherwise would be considered mindless like working <laughs> so in order to actually make a dent in your to be read list you have to stick to your favorite format whenever possible and I will argue that picking up more audiobooks and listening to the to them instead whenever you get a chance will greatly increase the rate at which you complete books because most like a 700 page book is only going to be like only it's going to be like between 12 and 15 hours depending on the narrator and you can get through that through a week while trying to sit down and read the book might take you multiple weeks um you know if a book that is only four hours, you might finish on in one day. You might finish in two days depending on how long your commute to work is. So you can really bust through a lot of books if you choose to read audio. And you can also read a lot more um, if you read digitally as well because you have that book always in your pocket and you can substitute things like scrolling or really anything else that's unproductive on your phone playing games that's not actually doing anything. With reading, whenever you would be doing that otherwise. So, definitely consider your format when it comes to wanting to read more often. Stop, drop, and read. Did your elementary school ever do stop, drop, and read? It was a day where you carried your book with you wherever you went, and whenever they announced it, like over the PA system, you were meant to stop whatever was happening right then and read for 30 minutes, and it was so much fun. I don't know if they still do this, but I definitely remember my elementary school doing that. So in order to actually get through your reading list, you have to have a dedicated time where you stop, drop, and read. Seems pretty obvious, right? A lot of people don't do that. You would be amazed at how quickly you can get through a print book or even a digital book, even just by reading one hour a day. That can be on your lunch break. That can be in the morning. You could get up to read if you wanted, or you can do it before bed um, or maybe like after work or whatever else, just like your me time. You just an hour a day will get you through a lot more books, a lot faster. And if you prefer to read e-book e-books, Why not do that instead of scrolling on social media, like I said, or instead of watching the same TV reruns over and over, listen to a new book instead. Um, Instead of listening to the news, pick up an audio book. You can play them over the speakers of the whole house can listen. There's just so many different ways you can consume books if you prioritize them over other things that aren't serving you as much. So just look for opportunities to read more in your own life. I read every single day in the form of audiobooks, and I read a physical book most days at night after my baby falls asleep. So it is something that's important to me. It's something that I love, and I will make time for it always. So reading intuitively, how do you actually settle on which book to read next? The choices are literally endless. They are literally endless. <laughs> so how do you ever decide? So when I face this decision multiple times a week, there are a few things I ask myself before finally settling on something. First, am I wanting to read a new fiction or a nonfiction book? And if it's fiction, am I ready to start a new series because series are a commitment and I don't always want to commit sometimes I do sometimes I want to read an entire 20 page 20 book epic fantasy series that requires more commitment than my marriage but other times I want just a quick short story that can get me through the weekend so that's the first thing the first two things I guess that I always ask um how committed am I and do I want to be entertained or do I want to learn something and then I check in with my mood how have I been feeling lately what feels like it's lacking in my life right now um Do I want to learn something? Do I want to be entertained? That's the sort of feeling that I'm checking in with. If I want a little bit more adventure, if I'm feeling kind of the travel bug, I'll find a book that involves traveling or maybe a book that is about traveling or about a different culture that I am unfamiliar with. Or another example is if I'm missing my parents or I'm missing my family or I'm feeling lonely in the sense that I am missing other people I'll reach for a young adult coming of age story because those always involve building relationships and they always they almost always have happy endings which feels good too. And I've noticed that season plays a lot into this as well. Um, In the winter, I tend to pick up literary fiction that's long, like I'll happily read like an 800-page literary fiction book um, much more regularly. It's like I'm in the mood for like deep thinking and contemplation and complicated stories and complicated characters, but not necessarily a series all the time, like a one-off literary fiction book that leaves me thinking for a while. I love that. Um, I also tend to read a lot more nonfiction in the winter and in the spring months, I've noticed, especially biographies and history books, Um, not just skill building books, but books about histories and and about people. In the summer, I almost always reach for lighthearted series or books that are fun and quick. Even if it's not a series, I typically want to read about characters that are enjoying life or that are building up their dream life in some way, just something heartwarming and silly, um, something romantic. And this is definitely romance genre season or cozy mysteries are another good thing to read in the summer because again, they're kind of quick, they're fun, they're lighthearted, and they have almost always have good resolutions. Um, And I do love a good Christmas romance themed novella in December don't you judge me <laughs> it's like reading a hallmark movie but with on-page sex usually when in a hallmark movie they're just going to kiss once in the last two minutes <laughs> lame <laughs> so yeah it's i definitely will read christmas themed books as well in the, during the holidays so that's fun Um, I'll also consider what I've been reading recently when it's time to pick up a new book and I try to mix it up. Like if I read three witchy magic novels in a row, which happened recently, I'll purposefully switch to something completely different, a completely different genre so that I don't get bored and I kind of keep things fresh, especially since this podcast gives me kind of a reason to make sure I'm being diverse in my reading. It's kind of fun. And I like to go out of my way to read books that aren't my type on a regular basis to keep me on my toes, especially since my favorite books are magical fantasy historical fiction with some romance in there. I almost always know that I'll be able to find a book in that realm and enjoy it in that genre. But horror or mystery or dystopian, these are exciting to me in totally different ways. And um, it's, I'm not as familiar with those series or those genres. So it's a lot harder for me to predict the tropes. So that's more fun too. Not to say that sometimes if it's a bad book, I won't predict the tropes, but but I, I know them less. So it's, it's exciting in a different way. And I also love looking at the books that Scribd recommends for me. They're usually on theme for current events, such as books about badass women on National Women's Day, or more recently, books about Ukrainian history, or biographies of celebrities that recently passed away. So those sort of recommendations are fun, and they'll jump out at me, and I often will just pick those up immediately and just start reading them because they seem interesting. Um, And then I consider length. How committed am I feeling right now, as I mentioned before? any book less than four hours is perfect in between series. Um, any audio book that's over 12 hours, however, that seems like a commitment to me. And I want to be sure I'm going to enjoy before I pick up that one. Um, and I also sometimes am just not into it. Like I go 12 hours. Who are you <laughs> stealing my time? I, honestly, I feel that way about movies too. Like if a movie three hours long, I'm like, no not taking that much time to watch that. Um, And I'll admit that I'm not afraid to stop reading a book halfway through or less even if I'm not enjoying it. Or if I suddenly find something that is way more interesting, I'll totally drop another book and, and pick up a different one. And I've met people in the past that won't stop reading a book no matter how much they hate it or how much they're like pressing themselves to finish it. And I just think that's silly. Like, why waste your reading time like that? That seems dumb. The last book I stopped reading halfway through was called Jin City. And I didn't care whether or not the characters achieved their goals. And it was kind of like a steampunk, magical sort of vibe that just wasn't working for me. And once a major betrayal happened in that book, I just stopped. I was like, this is dumb. I'm I'm done reading this. I'm not enjoying it. So it's been a while. I don't don't do that often, but I'm not afraid to stop reading a book if it's just not my thing. So that's not a thing to consider. I don't want to start reading a book if I think I'm just going to stop it halfway through. Sometimes I come across a topic that I'm suddenly really interested in, and I just follow my heart and just pick up a book about it, disregarding my entire to-be-read list in the process, (laughs) unapologetically, of course. And sometimes I'm reminded of a book that I really want to read at just the right time, and that's when I'll pick it up. And I'll happily reread books as well if I'm just not in the mood for something new. Favorite rereads include The Alchemist or Stargirl or The Unicorn Chronicles uh, Gill's All Fright Diner, and you can heal your life. It's like comforting, like rewatching your favorite movie, which I definitely do as well. But rereading my favorite books is is always enjoyable, especially since these t- particular books that I just read or read off to you are really layered. So there's always more to find out, and more to see, and more to relive. So yeah, I'll definitely reread a book as well if I'm not really in the mood for something new. And in all honesty, I I know that my to be read list will never be completed, and I would be really sad if it were. And I know I'll be reminded of the books on my to-be-read list at the exact right time, and I just trust in that. So how do you decide what to read next? let me know. At me on Twitter at wellread.blog. I'd love to hear how you narrow down the bazillion choices. <laughs> and of course, if you have any recommendations, I'll happily add them to my ever-growing to-be-read list. And I will definitely throw recommendations your way as well. <laughs> One in every two bibliophiles suffer from bibliophobia, the fear of running out of reading material. Keep yourself safe and subscribe to this podcast so you never have to worry about running out of book recommendations ever again. Phew, that was a close one.